podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. On this episode, we are joined by Snappy. Oh yeah, this is episode 65. And uh, we talk about uh, the beats, because I'm, I'm selling some beats these days, our Discord, our Patreon, talk about the Lonely Island visual poem about the Bash Brothers, large penises, by the way, because we do talk about uh, a story about that, the largest world record, 13 and a half inches. I looked it up um, because we didn't know at the time. Uh, talk about some cocaine stories, um, work conditions, TV show The Society, uh, lip piercings, tattoos, manager rants, high school friends, Memorial Day, visiting family, a little racism chat, and then the NBA. Uh, thanks for listening. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So, how's it been, man? Uh, it's been tiring. Exhausting week for you? Yeah, just work. And I mean, a three-day weekend, wasn't ready to go back, and it just felt like a long-ass short week. Yeah, because Tuesday felt like a fucking Monday, and then by the time Friday got here, you're like, God damn it, how has it already been here? I, I feel you. Shit. I was the same way. And then also, I'm sure you have your kids at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that just fucking makes it more stressful. With uh, it's basically home. when you get off, take a shower, take care of the girls out out in the garage and i can make dinner and repeat yeah uh you and powwow and uh another patron of ours are all on our discord uh talk about your growing successes and failures so if anyone out there is a fan and y'all are into that shit i'm sure they'd be glad to have you uh i've had some failures but they're recovering fairly well so that's good that's good i know uh the other one in our discord He's going to be on eventually, so he might want to talk about it. I don't fucking know. Um, he's just started, so it's fun to watch everyone's progress. But speaking of patrons, I'll talk about patreon.com slash podcastwithmo. If you go there and give a dollar a month, um, you'll get early access to all the episodes, which is pretty fucking cool. And then if you give $10 or more a month, you get a shout-out like Snappy, my mother, Hurricane Haynes, and Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear. Um, and they're a co-producer to put on their resumes. So that is the value of that one for everyone out there. Skinny claims he is in the process of getting a card, and so he can be a patron because uh, on the episode coming out, the, the music episode coming out this Friday or next Friday, or last Friday or this Friday, I'm trying to remember where we're at when this comes out, he mentions he doesn't, he hasn't been a, become a patron because he doesn't have a bank account. Right. That's just not a thing. Kind of like you, right? Like you just don't have very... You were like, you told me one day, like, you just don't really have bank accounts or whatever. And I was like, what? No, I got the pay card. Right. So, and so, like, uh, like, if the first happens on a Thursday, you're not going to get paid till Friday. Just Right. I understand. <laughs> and uh, so, Skitty says he's in the process of getting something. So, anyway, just saying, everyone. That's cool. I'm not hating. If you don't want to give me money, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I love it. And, like, say someday, because this has come up in my house of, like, if my wife ever had a kid, you know, or got pregnant. I would have to like cut back on this podcast by like a whole bunch to very little. Be probably a lot more call ins, a lot of like eleven o'clock at night sort of recording thing. I'm guessing, um, but maybe I'd make her unless I blow up on these beats. So the Saturday before this episode came out, uh, the first free beat went up. So I'm not making any money on that. It's fucking free. Has your voice on it? Big O round titties. Everyone go to YouTube. A the Mo music. Uh, Big O round titties. Fucking should be blowing up the internet by now. I'm really hoping by the time this comes out, it's went viral. 
and everyone just like, holy fuck, this beat's the best. Hell yeah. But it probably won't. And so tomorrow after this episode, my first beat for sale of my new show will come up. Honestly, I mean, it's good, but I made it in fucking January. So to me, it's old. So like, I'm not even excited about any of the beats until the ones coming out in like September. And yeah, then but by like, then, you might not be excited yeah, about that. Yeah, and I won't be. So, um, anyway, every Saturday, Tuesday, and Thursday at fucking noon, Central Time, I got them all uploaded. Noon on YouTube, 11 o'clock on BeatStars. Um, fucking shit will go up for all my beats. So, if any rappers are listening, y'all want beats, check them out. And, um, I don't know. We'll see how that fucking goes. I feel like I've wasted fucking nine, ten straight days of doing nothing but uploading shit to the internet and nothing else but that and then mixing the podcast here or there. If you enjoy it, it's not wasting. That's true. I don't enjoy the uploading part. I've definitely waited to... 67 at once was stupid. In the future, I will not do 100 beat waves. I'll do like 25 beat waves and then assess. I feel like that's probably more doable, but I think the 100 beats was good to where now I feel at least decent. I still can't mix fucking bass lines and 808s and shit very well, but someday um, I'll figure it out. And then uh, I guess I'll say here July 4th, um, I'll remind everybody I have a fucking EP coming out with Strong Marie's called Always Too High, and I think it's going to be fucking best shit I've ever been dope. involved in. Yeah. So dope for sure. All right, that's all my fucking shine and touch up. Oh, and we mentioned Discord. Our Discord's fucking pretty cool sometimes. Uh, sometimes it sucks. But if anyone wants to join and chat with other fans and myself and co-hosts, that's yeah, like on the we- on the weekends when no one's really talking, I can keep up. But then, like during the week, I'll be at work, and then y'all have like fifty fucking messages. I'm like, well, I'm fucking kind of lost. And- right. Well, Rusty seems to have a job similar to mine, where he has moments of like a lot of downtime, I guess. So he could just be like, just we have a conversation in one of the threads well, or whatever. Technically, at my work, I can look at my phone three times a day. You know, on my breaks. Right. Uh, and my job kind of depends. Like tomorrow, uh, when we're recording this, I'm going to be really fucking busy in my job and probably won't be able to be on there very much. But today, I had pl- I was waiting for fucking configuring update screens all day. So, like, why well, is tomorrow going to be busy? Do. I should have shit to do. Oh. Like, I already know, like, tomorrow we have shit to do. Today we didn't. Okay. And they didn't tell us until fucking, you know, 10 minutes left in the day. Oh, tomorrow we should do this. As opposed to us doing that today. Um, one thing that did come out this week that's brought me a lot of happiness um, is the Lonely Island, which is my second favorite rap group of all time, according to my top five list I once did on this podcast. Uh, they put out a visual novel. Thanks, what they called it. Visual poem. I'm sorry, that's what it was, a visual poem. It's 30 minutes long on Netflix called The Bash Brothers, in which Andy Samberg plays Jose Canseco and then... Keith, young Keith is what I call him. I don't know the guy's real name of the Lonely Island. He plays Mark McGuire, and then it's just fucking thirty straight minutes of songs, so like rap songs, but like eighty synthy rap songs, but all told from the perspective of Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, and it's probably the best thing I've watched all year of anything. Like I started just being like, oh, I'll put this on because I like the Lonely Island, but then I couldn't look away, and I just fucking watched thirty minutes straight of just staring at the TV, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is when I didn't expect to. Hell yeah. So I would just really, the first song is so fucking great because they're like, they call me Jose. <laughs> and I'm Mark. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's so fucking good. Anyway, if you like the Lonely Island or rap music or baseball um, or just comedy, I highly recommend it. Um, I just want to make sure to get that one out there. Um, also saw a study, good or bad news for some listeners out there, that women are more likely to cheat on their spouses the larger their spouse's penis is. 
which you would think would be counterintuitive of your normal thought process. I talked to a girl one time. She said the largest she had was a 13-inch, and said, she said, hell no. See, you hear a lot of guys say that, but I want to say like the world record something around there, and then it's like I just kind of doubt some random fuck from somewhere had a penis larger than the – because I'm um, not saying this person in particular, but, you know, like I'm sure you've all heard throughout your life guys would be like, no, so-and-so's penis was 15 inches. You're like, uh I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying like fucking 11 inches would be fucking great. I mean, I, I'm just some people I just think fucking put out crazy numbers is all I'm saying. To, because if the average for like the fucking world or some shit's like five and a half and we have all these fucking people within the fucking teens, that's like a whole bunch of people in like the twos. I don't know. There's a dude in school fucking rolled it out on a desk one time with the tape measure. Oh, uh, well. 14 inches, uh Maybe. I know our little cousin Shad had a friend who he claimed uh, stretched his with a vacuum, but then by the time he was like 14, he couldn't even use it. Man, there was like a story that a guy, like, he put weight on it to, like, make it big, and it got so huge it just caused him all fucking kinds of problems. Right. Anyway, uh, not worth it because your significant other is more likely to cheat on you according to recent studies. So just letting y'all know, all y'all guys out there, weight lengthening your penis. Because yeah. I know most of our listeners, that's probably what they're doing. And so I'm looking out for them. And uh, Taylor, man, quit hooking up the weights. Yeah, Taylor, drop the weights. Um, I will say, I don't really know if Taylor listens, but you know what he does all the fucking time? So I'm going to hate on him a little bit. Shares memes on Discord? No, no, no. <laughs> he never gets on Discord. I'm buying Discord for one reason. Because Taylor has this habit of like every other day, and I've heard from other people he does this to them too. He just shares a story, like a news story with you, like a link to it, or or a gif, you know, or a meme or whatever he thinks is funny on your Facebook Messenger. And then it pops up, you know, how Facebook Messenger is on your phone over everything. And I'm like, I don't, this wasn't fucking important. Get the fuck off my screen, right? So that's normally how I feel about it. So I told Taylor, hey, come to our Discord. You can share this shit there, and then maybe other people will find it interesting. But he doesn't. He still fucking sends me these goddamn, hey, have you seen this? And then it's like some dumb fucking story about Florida, man. Well, he and got... I'm, like, oh, I'm just, sorry. Anyway. He got on Discord, and then he's like, don't make me kick you off. And then I hadn't seen him since. Right. Well, I told him to let me kick you off because he literally sent eight gifts in a row. of They didn't fucking mean anything. Had no reasoning. And we couldn't get into that or else at that time we had Kurt Fizz in there, and he was doing the same shit. So we, we couldn't let it get too chaotic. You know what I mean? So I, someone has to fucking keep the peace. That's what I try to do. Um, one thing we talked about in the Discord this week for whatever reason, so I don't want to put too many people on blast or whatever because I know some people listen to this podcast. Um, maybe the person I'm about to talk about. But we had this cousin that posted something, some fucking crazy gibberish fucking rhetoric right, on Facebook as a status, and then you were like, what the fuck are you smoking? And it was so fucking funny, right? right? Me at my house here, I cracked the fuck up because I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And the response was of a, a cousin of ours was to the extent of like, I don't smoke marijuana. I'm all about that Coke. I Paraphrasing. Mean, he, had, he had a picture of an eight ball. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was just like, man, strong flex. You do not see many people on Facebook brag they do hard drugs like cocaine you know that's just not something is that the world we're going to we're now into the marijuana leaves on kids shirts 
Are they going to start having fucking, you know, the mountain of cocaine from Starface and be like, fuck you. Yeah. I just couldn't believe he said that. I <laughs> know. Um, that was crazy to me. Motherfucker no. ain't got no job. Fucking mooches off people. I know, and if we call him out, he fucking tries to talk shit, but he ain't going to do nothing besides fucking hiding somebody's spare bedroom. Right, and we, we may cut a lot of shit here. We'll see. Uh, shit, he can call my fucking phone number. Right, y'all can figure that out. But that led me to this. I just haven't seen that, right? I've not seen cocaine be popular. And then I do have a fucking crazy story the first time I've seen cocaine. Uh, I don't really like to talk about the fact that I've done some bad choice things in my younger years or whatever. But I didn't turn into an addict or a junkie, and I'm pretty good now. So I say all that to be like, hey, you know, it's all fine. I mean, like, I'm sure I got close to, like, fucking up my life a time or two. But at the end of the day, I turned out all right. But... We have this friend move senior year to our school. He was like an old coach's, one of our coaches' kids or whatever. And he was from Dallas or from Louisville, Texas, which is like right outside of Dallas. And when I first started smoking weed, I was like February of my senior year of high school, something around there. And I asked him to smoke one day. I was like, hey, man, you smoke? And he was like, I fucking waited nine months for someone to ask me that shit, right? He was like one of those, like, I'm in this fucking ho-dunk country town and no one got weed. And I was like... Do you want to smoke some weed? So me and him became pretty cool, right? Like really fast Hell off yeah. of that. And then me and him and my friend Jonathan, we all went down to Dallas or Louisville, right? And they were like, real quickly, I thought we were just going to go get some fucking weed. You know, that's all I really was trying to do. It turned out like, we're getting coke. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever, you know, we're in Dallas. And that's, again, my mind, again, it's not Dallas. But to me, as a fucking 18-year-old in high school, I was like, this is fucking Dallas. Uh, so we meet this guy at his house. And it's this black dude, right? We're in a truck. A friend, my friend's friend, right, that lived there was driving us around with, uh, pick up this black dude. He gets in the back seat with me. And he pulls out, like, uh, a Coke rock the size of a uh, softball. Damn. I think it would probably be the most accurate thing. I know everyone's like, fuck, bullshit. And at this time, I don't understand how much is what in I, cocaine. I've never seen that much in my life. Like, I, now realizing what I know, I realize it's fucking crazy. But at the time, I'd never seen cocaine. I didn't know anything about it besides, like, Scarface. And he has a, so That's much. That's fucking, like, six eight balls. Way more than that, because we well, bought yeah. an eight ball. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we bought an eight ball. That's I remember learning what an eight ball was that day. And he, like... Tink, tinks off this little bitty part of this giant thing, and we pay like a hundred dollars or whatever it was at the time, you know. And I was like, and I got me being a math person, started doing all the math in my head, and I was like, if that was a hundred dollars, then that has to be like, and it probably could have been six, seven thousand dollars worth of just like I don't know, I don't know how Damn. to break that right, you know, like it was just. I know people can't see this, but you can. It's about the size of a saw, but it was like that big. That and I was like. Fuck, that's crazy. And then um, we took it to this fucking house or apartment party in which there was like 13 people. And so, and then a bunch of weed and a bunch of people acting fucking crazy. And again, I'm like, this is like a weekend and I'm in high school. Anyway, we're going to see what we keep of that last story. So I seen uh, this dude. I mean, he was at prison when I worked there. And he was a ra- he's a radio DJ like down in Texas. I still don't know what he was in for because he was up on the fucking pretty boy yard, you know, so I didn't, I always dealt with Max and Seg. Right. So he was up on the medium, probably nothing too hard. So I guess he got out at some point and I friended him on Facebook and he's in his car 
and he turns his camera on, and in his rearview mirror, he's videoing this guy that's parked behind him, I guess, wherever he lives. This motherfucker sitting on the side of his car, fucking clipping his goddamn toenails. Oh, wow. Like, goes down to his car, and well, I guess that's where he keeps his toenail clippers. Right. You always have them there. I guess yeah. it'd be better than clipping them in the house. Uh, me and Powell used to work with this guy who got in trouble because he would just take his shoes and socks off in the middle of work and start clipping his toenails. And this was like a place you had to wear like slacks and button up shirt. Oh hell! And shit. So it was. It didn't fly real long until there was like an HR meeting about it. But I was like, fucking audacity! Some people. Man, there's this chick at work. I mean, she's uh, pretty damn attractive. Where's these damn spandex every fucking day? Fucking all the mechanics are always fucking all of a sudden at her machine, you know? Right. I mean, and I was like, I posted on Facebook, like, I ought to wear some spandex. I was wondering what that post was about. Yeah. You know, good and damn well, I'd get sent home. Right. Yeah, I mean, this one time when I was in high school, my librarian was really mean, and we had this dress code, right? And this, they, they, they enforce a, a stricter dress code. And she was like, they're only making this dress code because the fat girls won't quit wearing tummy shirts. <laughs> And after that, I was like, I get what she's saying. Of like, some people should wear certain things and some people shouldn't. And maybe that should be the way it goes. Dress for your... Uh, there's nothing wrong with job For your job, I think it would be weird to have spandex. I do. But I don't know what your dress code at work is. There's not really one. I mean, oh. some people fucking wear... I work night shift for three years. People wear fucking pajamas up there. It's fucking sad. Oh, well... I'm, okay. I'm the type, if you're going to go to work, fucking get dressed. Yeah, though. I mean, it would be weird for me not to... Uh, like, for my job currently, I wear polos every day, but starting next week, I'll start wearing I mean, t-shirts. I have a set of work clothes, you know, for work. Right. Of course, I get greasy, you know, kind of shit, but... Right. Yeah, that is uh, fucking crazy. And speaking of your job, because I had something wrote down that I was going to bring up last week but forgot and then remember when we were mixing it. Uh, your jo- How is your job as far as air conditioning and all that stuff? Because I know now you're in the day shift. We're in Oklahoma where it is fucking hot as balls in the summer. Like, it's fucking hot here. And it's uh, weird heat. It's like a very humid heat most of the time. Uh, ch- chances are. But I was just curious how that situation is. I pretty much... Uh the day shifts, they turn on the air conditioner, so it's not as bad unless you're fucking really having to get after it for a few minutes. Right. And I'm fucking pretty much soaked the rest of the day. Right. That'll... But I went in on night shift at 3 a.m., and within the first 30 minutes, I was fucking wet from head to toe. I had to go home on my break and fucking change. Damn. I mean, they they don't turn the fucking coolers on or nothing. During right. the day, it gets treated way better. That is crazy. I mean, it's fucking hot up there, man. Right. I know, like, my dad, he worked at a factory, so it's hot. And I hate working in the heat. The one time I worked in the heat, and actually, it was one of my favorite jobs I've ever had because it was uh, manual labor, but, like, uh, I just mowed for the for campus one summer or whatever. So, like, on campus, I'd mow fucking lawns and weed eat and shit, and it was just easy because it was like, all right, you're mowing this place today, and you're like, okay. I don't know. I just saw something about I like, even though it was like 110 degrees and shit. Uh, well, outside in the heat's different than fucking inside in the fucking dusty. Right. I, mean, I could see that for sure, where it's all like closing it on you. Yeah. The feeling or whatever. Um, well, like if you, if you got a meltdown, which, you know, plastics melt down in these farmers all the time. Right. You got to fucking crawl in this oven that's fucking set at 1100 degrees. Of course, it shut off, but it's still fucking hotter and shit. Right. And I'm kind of a big guy, and these ovens don't quite fit me. I fucking have to sit down in there and reach up, fucking burn my ears. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Right. Well, my job currently, and I hate bitching about it because everyone else is all hot in the summer, but it is my new life. Um, I, I work in a server room, so uh, there's a constant hum of like, 
all the time. And like we have a TV set at like 70 out of 100 on the volume and I can like just barely hear it. Oh, yeah. So like that's how loud the noise is. Um, but I, you drown that out pretty quickly, right? Like after like a week or whatever, you don't really notice it. But we had an air conditioner break uh, at the end of last summer and then they came and fixed it, but they like overdid it. So now it doesn't shut off till it gets to 53 degrees or some shit like that. Maybe it's 56 degrees. I think that sounds right. And 56 degrees is motherfucking cold. When Fuck you're, yeah. Like, you don't think about it being that. It's like not in the 40s or whatever, but when it's like, I have to keep a hoodie at work. So like right now, you know, it's not cold out, but I, you'll see me, I'll bring it home, you know, to Washington and wear it back to work or whatever. And I, I'll just have to throw it on every day. At some point in time, You, I just have to wear a fucking hoodie at work. And then I feel weird because I'm like, man, there's I people. I almost wish I had that problem. Right. It, it is way better than being too hot for sure, but it's a weird fucking problem because you're like, oh, it's so cold, but that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm the type, I love air conditioners. Um, Rusty, you know, frequent listener and then has been on the podcast before. He's the one that really did it to me is he got me used to. I, I remember when we were kids, he would go in his house. He'd have his own window unit typically, and he would just fucking crank the window unit up as high as possible. And then he, I would, he would just throw me these fucking blankets and be like, hey, uh, you can fucking use this blanket. I'm like, all right. And now that's basically how I like to live my life is all from that. Now my dog's is, trying to be on the podcast. The podcast? Huh? You want to talk to the podcast? I'm sure they could hear it. I mean, you can always hear fucking walking around, clicking her fucking nails in the background. But uh, anyway, air conditioning at work is my biggest problem at work. And that's kind of a good thing, I guess. But. Uh, it gets my fucking cold. I don't know if anyone else has that issue. So my memory's not really fucking great. And, you know, me and you talked about fucking... You you described to me what eggplants were. Yeah. And then fucking Brad Strange keeps tagging me. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, yeah, in our Discord. And then I finally, you know, caught up on some episodes this week because I've been way behind. And uh, I was like, oh, that's what the fuck he's doing. It took me like fucking four days. I was like, what the fuck is he keep tagging me with this shit for? If anyone else has short memory loss of severe snappies, um, we informed Snappy the eggplant means someone wants the dick. And then Brad Sterex and our Discord keeps sending snappy eggplants. So if anyone else is friends with Snappy on social media, make sure to send the eggplants because he will probably forget by the time this episode comes out. Now, I know what it is now, but I, I think it <laughs> took me a minute to realize it was an eggplant. I, I tell you, the fuck it, I'm not part of the emoji world, man. It's, right. I don't really use emojis much. Uh, I like GIFs. GIFs are definitely fun as fuck because they could be really funny. But emojis aren't really my thing. And I know some people say GIF because they're fucking weird, but to me it's a GIF. Uh, I mean, hell, Jif would be J-I-F, you know? That's what I think. Jiffy peanut butter. That's what I think as well. Um, Now, I brought up a TV show, The Society, that you had watched or your wife had watched, I believe. And I'd said I'd watch the first couple episodes. It's kind of like a CW show, but a little better because it's Netflix or whatever. Um, We stuck with it. I would say it is worth sticking with. There's like a big event that happens halfway through the first season that I think really – is like a Game of Thrones sort of move, right? We're like, oh, shit, okay. It's like a whole different show kind of now, right? So um, I think that alone makes it intriguing. There's some act- there's some kids that aren't very good actors on the show that are like, eh. But in general, I think it was a pretty fun little season. Um, I think we have one more episode of it left. 
but I would say it's worth checking out if anybody heard my opinion and didn't. Like, Brad Srex told me some fucking show about Dominatrix shit that's on Netflix isn't worth watching because him and his wife watched it. And I've watched the trailer like eight times and been like, it looks fucking funny as shit. But I haven't watched it because he claimed it wasn't good. So... Just fucking next time you have some downtime, just fucking put it on and see what happens. Right. See how compatible his recommendations are. Um, Anyway, Society, pretty fun. It's kind of like the 100 but better or a teen version of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's pretty cool. Uh, Something that drives me fucking crazy are videos of people backing boats into lakes wrong. Have you seen these videos? A lot of them have popped up recently. I, I have like, not. All of a sudden, the guy's whole fucking truck's further in the fucking lake or whatever than his fucking boat is. And you're like, what? And then all of a sudden, it's fucking, you know, fucking jackknife and shit. And just, it's, it gives me anxiety to watch it. I guess because I've been to so many boat ramps because, you know, my dad's a big fisher guy and uh, we like to go fishing and shit. And he's always had boats. And it's always so easy, at least so everyone does it where I'm at. You just back the fucking thing back straight, fucking kick the boat out, and push it off or whatever, and someone's in that, and then someone drives a fucking truck. Or you fucking go park on the dock, come back and drive your truck away if you're by yourself. Um, I've just seen some really fun videos, so I just think if anyone wants to watch some shit that's frustrating but funny, look up some fucking people backing in boats wrong and ruining these really expensive vehicles and boats, basically. I think it's fucking hilarious. So Hell yeah. Ain't... Gives me anxiety, but also hilarious. So, want to shout those out. The first time I ever pulled a trailer, I was fucking sixteen. We was coming back from the city, and I was with a guy who we had two trailers, and he had to have me pull it back. I know I ran a couple people off, but yeah, my I always tell people I learned to drive not like the first time or whatever, but at least where we're from and shit. I'm sure you as well. Like you drove before you were sixteen at times. Oh, way right? before. Yeah. You know, like and they're like, all right, well, from this stretch to this stretch, pretty straight here. You're gonna drive this. You know, even if you're not have your permit, like thirteen, fourteen, twelve, even. It's like I remember being a little kid sitting in my dad's lap. You know, he hits the pedals and you steer sort of stuff. But I remember coming back from the lake to Warrington, which isn't very far. You know, it's like eight nine miles maybe. And but he was in a standard truck pulling a fucking camper. And he was like, all right, well, you can bring this home. And I was like, God damn it. And it was so fucking hard because, again, I'm fucking not even 16 driving a standard with a trailer. I don't know. That seems kind of difficult. But uh, farm kids did it all the time. So. Well, I had older brothers, so we'd get to drive uh, their vehicles around the yard when we was doing yard work and yeah. going from house to house. You know. Well, that's fun. Oh, yeah, y'all like a little compound or whatever, right? Yeah, they all live like within 100 yards of each other. It's kind of right. sad. Some David Koresh shit. That's what I think. I'm uh, the only one that got out. <laughs> I know my family don't listen. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. How, how do you feel about lip piercings? Um, I don't care one way or the other, I guess, about lip piercings. Which lips are we talking about? I don't know, like the bottle. <laughs> Your oh, mouth face, lips. Face, okay. God damn. I mean, people Jesus. have them. I mean, people have them. I, I have way more interesting answers for vaginal piercings. Um, lip piercings doesn't necessarily bother me, I guess. I feel like it's dangerous to get hooked on something. It just looks fucking trashy. 
Uh, I think it depends on the person, personally. Uh, I think a lot of people don't care they look trashy or whatever. And I do think anyone who has, like, the 20 fucking lip piercings, you know, across, like, the whole bottom oh, lips, yeah. like, a whole bunch, they don't care what you fucking think. So it doesn't matter what you think. And that's why they did it, right? You know? But I think someone could pull off, like, the Marilyn Monroe piercing fine. And I think a one single lip piercing somewhere could can be all right. Uh I just think a lot does get crazy, but I also wanted an eyebrow piercing when I was like in high school. I never did it, of course. Um, I settled for a tongue piercing because I knew it would grow back and it did pretty quickly after I was like, all right, I'm good after like a year of this. Um, but I don't necessarily, I guess, hate lip piercings. Better than the cheek piercings. I just want to grab a magnet and stick it to their face. See, that's just because you want to hurt people. No, I don't want to hurt people. I have no desire to hurt people unless... Oh. Unless you're inviting me over to your house after I work an eight-hour shift. <laughs> right. I mean, but why would you want to put a magnet to their face? Just because it, it's metal. It shouldn't be there. Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> That's just what that... I've always thought. One of them old-school horseshoe magnets. Right. I just want to fucking... See, I personally think people who get piercings are cool. Like, I think the type of person who covers themselves with tattoos and piercings are probably cooler than the typical person who has none of those things. Like, oh, if man, I have to if, choose. If I could afford it, man, I'd be sleeved up. I mean, I have one tattoo, had a horrible experience, Mitch, on the first episode of this podcast, and uh, I haven't got any more. If I get any more, it would be a cool fucking picture, and I'd want to make sure the artist was, like, really fucking good. Well, they draw it out and pretty much put it on your arm, and you get to check it out before they start well, Yeah, it. I'm aware of that, but I've seen a lot of shitty tattoos on people that people think are good and shit. So. Well, these are, those are usually people that invite them over to their house, and they have a tattoo <laughs> party, kind of like... Right. I mean, I've watched every episode of Ink Master... And so through that, I have very high hopes of, like, I want a fucking, someone who's won Ink Master to give me a tattoo. Right? Fuck yeah. Fucking real good Boy, people. Well, that'd be expensive. Yeah, right. So it'll probably never happen. My wife says she'll never get one because she there's has, like, a, eczema, but. There's one good tattoo artist here in town, but uh, back in, like, 2003, with, uh, they was out at the club and my neighbor was a girl and some dude was harassing her and my brother confronted her and another dude jumped in and blindsided him with a fucking elbow oh damn and yep. fucking knocked some of his teeth out my brother could fight you know right so there's a six seven motherfucker that had to pull my brother off and uh so it's that guy so i'm just not gonna go there right now, he sense. does good work but fuck yeah i'm just not gonna take that chance i feel you beef in the stew that's how it is um I see a lot of people complain on Facebook, and I know that's something you would know about or have an opinion about, Lisa. Anyway, you know, if someone complains about food, there's always a first person to comment, well, you should have talked to the manager. Yep. <laughs> like, everyone always says that. Now, me personally, I think that's still inconvenient. Like, I have an expectation that everything should be right, and I think it's weird that there's these all these – I mean, and you agree with these people, right? Like, they get two chances. Everyone gets two chances. They get their first chance, and then after you talk to the manager chance. And I'm like, no, I just I don't want to deal with that. I want all my food right the first time. Right. So I just think all those people on Facebook that are all like, you should have talked to the manager. I'm like, you have a point. But that doesn't change up change the fact they fucked up. It's like, talk to the manager, and if they take care of it, cool. But fucking don't go up there with a fucking attitude talking to the manager. I hate those people. <laughs> right. I remember... Uh, the manager at the sauna when it first opened in Warica when I was in high school, uh, something was wrong in our order and they gave us like $15 worth of Sonic coupons, right? Or like 
show them to make it worth it. Right. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And that, let the, that was decent. Man, but, when I was a manager, I'd usually replace whatever was fucked up and then give them a card for a free pizza next time. Yeah, see that whole card with the free pizza. They come in wanting that free pizza, but then they get drinks and they get salad and they get sides. Right. So you still had a fucking nice ticket. It's the movie theater scenario, right? Cheap tickets, but they'll buy all the fucking concession stand shit. Speaking of which, I still haven't seen Detective Pikachu, and I have to go see that shit because I just really want to. My daughter went and seen it for uh, her birthday. She loved it. Yeah, I've heard it's really fucking good. So that is what I want to do. Yeah, but about these manager people, it's usually the first comment is like. Every time I go there, they fuck up my order, and then the first comment is like, well, quit going there. Right. I mean, if you've been there nine times in two weeks and they fucked it up all nine times, fucking find somewhere else. Right. I mean, I that's the same reason I don't go to right, certain places. And I wait a while, and I'm like, we'll give them one more shot, and then see what happens. You know? But, right, you don't want to go too often. I agree with that. Um, a video, that remind me of this video that came up on my Facebook this week. It's a year old. I shared it. No one fucking locked it when I reshared it, but that's fine. And it's this girl at a Taco Bell who thinks she's at a Burger King, and but she's drunk as fuck, and she's like, "I just want French fries," and it's like a you know a, a black Taco, like all the workers are black in this Taco Bell, and this is a white girl, very drunk, and they were like, "We don't have French fries, we have tacos and burritos," and then she's like. I just want French fries. This is y'all being racist and like just being great. Funny as fucking videos. So if again, you're just chilling today and you're like, Hey, what's a funny video? Look that shit up too. That's pretty good. Um, the only other thing, I guess I don't really have, uh, much else. What else you got? I seen where, uh, Mike Tyson, uh, went on a date and he, uh, uh, bribed a zookeeper basically to let him in to on a closed day, basically. Right. And they was going around. I guess they got to the gorilla cage, and the gorilla did something to piss him off. And he tried to bribe the fucking uh, worker ten grand to let him go in there and fight that fucking silverback gorilla. <laughs> I know Tyson is a dumb motherfucker. That'd be an awesome video to see if it happened. Uh, he would get fucking destroyed. I think it goes also against his whole. He's all about peace and love these days, and not. Violence, yeah, so. but that would make that whole. The worker said he didn't do it because if a secret had a got out, he would have got fucking Peter would have been after him for fucking animal abuse, right? It's you know, because Tyson can fucking punch, but I still don't see him beating a silverback gorilla. Hell, Tyson would fucking bite like he would, right? I mean, I think Tyson could shock a fucking gorilla. You know, if he hits a gorilla hard enough first punch, that gorilla didn't know they're about to fight. I think that girl would be like, "What the fuck? A human don't do this shit. This is weird." I think they're that smart. I know. When I was a, when I was a kid, the question was always, would you stand in the ring for Mike Tyson for $1 million to take one punch? Well, and I was like, well, fuck yeah. Of course. I remember... But he might kill you with that one punch in his prime, that motherfucker. I remember that question basically just became like, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? And that's what we'd always say, like, you know, in high school age. And our little cousin, Shad, one of the funniest people ever, you know, like, I, I really find him very, very funny. And... I remember he was with all my friends. We were 16, so he would have been 13 at the time. And he was riding around with us, and that someone said that. And Shad's like, you got $20. I'll do it right now. And it, if it wasn't the funniest. Oh, my God. Because my friends didn't quite <laughs> know how to take him. Right? And it was so good. I, I think about that at least once every month. I remember that night because it was in our high school parking lot. Like, about to back out. And he said it with just so much fucking sincerity that he sold it. And I'm like, if I ever write a fucking movie, that joke is going to be in the movie. So are you uh, friends with anyone from high school? 
Um, or, I mean, do you, like, hang out or make weekly phone I, calls or monthly phone calls? I or? do not talk to anyone. Here's what I do. Uh, my friend Zach Gibson, I hit him up messenger of, like, I want you on my podcast. You're very um, inspiring to me, and you're fucking a basketball coach, and you have all this fucking sad shit. Like, I just think it'd be good on the podcast. So I have hit him up. Um, maybe someday he will be on the podcast. I get interested in my friend Jared because he became a doctor in herbatology and he's fucking digging up dinosaur bones. So every once in a while I'll hit him up of like, hey, how the fuck's life? And then uh, my friend Andrew, if I see him, I'll be very friendly with him. No one else outside of that do I really talk to. And those aren't even on a regular basis. Those guys I just mentioned are the only people I've probably talked to in like the last year. Like there was one guy that we was friends from probably second grade all the way through college because – I guess he went to Tahlequah, couldn't hack it, and he came and moved in with me. Right. And we've been friends, and then, like, after I got married, I quit hearing from him. Right. See, like, I had a – one of my best friends was this dude named Jonathan, and uh, he he had this mental illness that ran in his family, I think, that kind of got to him. But once I went to college, he wasn't really around. My friend Boone from high school, which was a really good friend of mine, I still we're still good friends when I talk to him. It's just he lives in, like, Houston now or some shit. So – just none of my friends are around. Powwow was like, when I got to college, I was like, all right, he'll just be my best I friend mean, now. So, and he moved away. So. If I see him, I'm going to be like, I'll say hi, but that's about as far as it goes. I ain't trying to go hang out with them or nothing. Right. And I would it, try. If they if people from my high school class, like if I was in town and they saw me and they were like, hey, come do this, I would probably try my best to be a decent person and go with it. Not me. I'm pr- uh, <laughs> like I don't have negative memories with them. I just I have better memories of college than high school. But I don't necessarily have negative memories of these people. They were okay. I mean, I guess I really don't hang out with anybody. I come over here once a week, right? I the, mean, this is my hangouts, and people uh, I think get annoyed by it. For instance, Dom the other day saw me mow, and he pulled up, and I was like, "Yeah, man, you should come hang out, and do a podcast sometime." He was like, "Oh, okay," and. Maybe he really wants to. And I think it's annoying to people that, like, to hang out with me, you have to do a podcast. But that's where my life's at. A year ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Now I fucking look forward to it every week. We're, I think, like a week away from a year for us, by the way. I only, this is how I keep up with it. Uh, a video game podcast I listened to launched one week before we changed the name of ours. So whenever they say 51, I'm like, all right, this is our 51st week. So, okay. And they're, like, almost there. So I know we're really close to whatever the one year would be for us. Um, but... Something you don't know about when you start a podcast, at least I didn't think about, is once that button is pushed or the machine is started, the machine is going. And it is what it is. And it's like a fucking, you you got to do it. Right? At least that's how I feel. Same Hell with yeah. these beats. Now that I'm paying money for a beat store, I have to do it. Like, I mean, if you're just going to be hanging out with someone, you're going to be sitting here talking anyway. Right. Might as well record that shit. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, it all started with me and Pow Wow because a lot of people enjoyed hanging out with me and Pow because they enjoyed the way we talked to each other. At least uh, at least with the podcast, you can fucking cut it if it's too bad. Right. Like that whole fucking story from earlier that you were like, your mom doesn't know that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should cut that. So, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I had a crazy thing happen. Um and I'll probably be done after this, but this last week I went and saw my parents for Memorial Day. They had a cookout or whatever, and it was my mom's family. So I have, like, three families, right, is the way I think of it. I mean, there's my biological father. I don't know him or his family. I don't know what they're like. Um, but my mom has uh, cousins, and that's who we saw. And they're more like uh, – I don't I, – I hate to be mean, but like more like the trailery white people, right? And then whereas, and I think our, your family, you know, my family, my dad's family is more like 
country redneck. It seemed like our, my, my dad's family, it seemed like they would all live in a, If it hadn't been for Granny Fern, they probably all would have lived in a trailer. So maybe they're more trailer-ish, trashy-ish people. No offense to them. Just, I mean, I'm trying you, to classify them. If you just walk up and just listen to their conversations, you'd think that. Right. I mean, they're smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, standing in a circle. Right. And so my mom's cousins are like, they're different than that, but they're like their own sort of white people. And then my mom's stepdad, who's like another big portion of my family that um, I, they're more Western, Westerny white people. Right. And so like, that's why there's like all these variations of white people that I like to uh, do voices for and shit. And I do all the time on here is cause that's what I grew up around. And so that's what's in my head. Um, but anyway, I was with my mom's cousins, basically, with the people that are over this uh, thing. So these are people that are actually blood-related to me, which does not happen often um, in my family, just the way you know my shit works at the moment, or has forever. And it was a weird thing. It was just such a weird thing. Penny was actually there. Penny showed up eventually, Rusty's mom. And she said she has, been che- she has checked out the podcast recently, so what's up, Penny? But just being around these people... Uh, was really funny to me just the way the way they were or whatever and uh one of my mom's cousins he does this thing i mentioned it last time but it still happened um where he if he tells a joke he makes a noise it's like mm, afterwards right so it's like <laughs> i think you told me right and if he'll talk normal and it's not a joke then he doesn't do it and if he does then oh then he just told a joke and then i noticed his sister does it as well and my mom i mentioned it in front of my mom and dad and my dad cracked the fuck up because he goes, hell yeah, he does it every time. Like, my dad's noticed, right? My mom was like, what are you talking I've never noticed it. And I was like, what? I was like, maybe because you've known him your whole life or whatever. But so that was a fun part. Um, but I am a dick pretty much all the time. Like, the whole time I was in, you know, at my parents, I felt bad because I was very grumpy. I was just like, this is really boring. Like, we weren't even watching TV. They just wanted to sit there and do nothing. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And then the morning of, you know, like, the Monday – all morning, we just did nothing. We just sat there, and everyone's like, you're supposed to visit with your family. I'm like, I get that, but ain't fucking shit happen in my life. I don't know how you deal with it. You have kids, though, so I guess they run off and do shit with... Kids hang out with cousins, and they're gone outside. Right. Back and forth, and adults sit around and talk. Well, how you been? Well, how you been? And then I'll basically tell what's been happening. Of course, much cleaner vocabulary, you know, because I'm around my mom and she don't like it. So, right. I try I, to be respectful and I try, but there is something to I like to be authentic around my mom if I can. And I'll let but, her know who I am and I'll be like, these fucking people. And she, my mom oh, no. knows who I am and knows how I am. But the fact that she still doesn't enjoy it, I do my best not to cuss around my mom. Right. I know my mom doesn't enjoy it, and I do not, like, drop a bunch of F-bombs or whatever around my mom, but there are times, like, I'm really bad at quoting. Like, the only time I will ever say the N-word is when I'm quoting stuff, and I and I will do it, like, in a way that, oh, I forget. I know that all sounds probably worse, but, like, if I heard someone say the N-word in a racist way, I would have no problem then relaying that and be like, and then he said, and then saying it, because in my mind, that's not me. Right. It's saying, I don't know. Um, so even cussing wise, like I'm telling a story, like I'm like, I have to tell it the way I remember it. So I'll, I still use all the cuss words. But again, I don't have a kid. And if that ever happened, I'm sure I would have to like get in dad mode. So, uh, yeah, my son, he has uh, these uh, multiple race friends, you know, around the neighborhood that he right. always plays with. And he's so worried because he don't know what to call him because one time there's some people come over, a guy from work, mm-hmm. and this turns out this guy's a little racist. And his kid said, oh, that Mexican girl over there. And she got upset 
by him saying that. I mean, he didn't know her name. He was trying to describe her. Right. So it was a big deal. Parents came over, yada, yada, yada. So he don't know what to call him. Don't call him my brown friend or, right. you know, stuff like that. He's like, Dad, I'm not trying to be racist. He's so afraid that he's going to say something racist and hurt someone's feelings because my youngest son, he's he's worried about people's feelings. Right. Well, I think my advice is he would just ask them. Uh, something that comes up on the music episode this week with powwows, they talk about how powwow prefers to be called Indian than native, but some people are like, hey, they're called native, you know? And so I think if he can just ask them. Now, I think it's weird if someone, what if they knew they were from Mexican heritage, they should not be offended by being called Mexican. But if they were Guatemalan or Cuban or something else and you're calling them Mexican, that is something that I could see being offensive. Well, no, I mean... Because you're assuming they're from this country and they all look the same, but to them, they're all proud of their own heritage. They're a little Mexican family, and he was, didn't know her name. It was a new kid, never been there before. Right. So that Mexican... I didn't understand how it was racist, but the little girl was upset, well, so... I think also tone is a big deal. I mean, I think... I mean, we just talked about the N-word. Depending on how you say the N-word, with the correct tone or not, will depend probably if a black person gets offended. Or how offended, you know, they get. Right. Um, and same with a lot of words, like cracker. I think we brought up on this podcast where I've never found that offensive. But I guess if someone said it in the right tone to the right white person, they would be like, Man, how I, dare you? I've been called honky a few times. I just <laughs> kind of laugh and go on. Right. Um, it It is weird the way people care. I mean, like, apparently in, like, the next hundred years, everyone's going to be, like, some mixed race. And they'll all be tan. And I don't know how people... I don't know if it'll matter what you are, and I don't think it should matter now. However, um, like I was talking about telling stories, if I tell a story, I normally am like, this old white guy, oh, and this one black dude showed up. Yeah. This, like, that is how, how I tell a story. How else are you supposed to describe them? And now people are, this is what the argument would be, because people have argued with this to me a lot. <laughs> uh, if it's not, if it doesn't, if it's not important to the story, it doesn't matter. So if he was like a black guy came in and bought a Dr. Pepper, what does it matter if he was black? But to me, my argument is I'm fucking painting a picture here with my goddamn words right. for you to fucking visualize it. And that's what I saw. So I'm on board with you. I'm pretty much uh, because I know in my heart that I'm not racist. Right. And not to the way of like the way people say, like, I have a black friend, so I'm not racist. But like, I'm just like, I just don't care about it. And I know not caring sometimes turns into race. Yeah. Like, I worked at a convenience store, and I don't care what color you are. You come in with a hoodie on, hands in the pockets, avoid the counter, and keep looking up around the mirrors and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to fucking look at you, no matter what color you are. Right, for sure. Right. I mean, when you give a police description about a guy you saw, do you give a color? Right. Of course you do. We were like, I'm sorry, officer, I don't see color. He was six foot tall with brown eyes and brown hair. That's going to tell you nothing, you know? <laughs> I'll be like, uh... Right, I feel you. Uh, we're, we're definitely gone overboard. Now, I want to say one thing about basketball before we get off here because I don't know if Dom... And, I want Dom and Chris Chick to both come on. I'm going to try out this... You know, I have three mocks now and shit. Uh, see how that goes. But I know we're trying to... We're having scheduling problems. So I just want to get this out now. I'm way low on Zion compared to the rest of the world. Like, everyone's like, I mean, he'll be the number one pick. And I probably agree he should be the number one pick. But everyone acts like he is LeBron-level prospects. And I'm like, I don't... He's not... I mean, he's not bigger than the NBA guy. You know, I mean, he was like... In college, it looked like he was a grown-ass man playing against some high school kids is the way he made it look. Right. And I know that's why everyone's excited about Zion, because he looked like that. And then LeBron, you know, came from high school. But LeBron had, like, high school games on ESPN. He was a way bigger deal. Yeah. And then... 
Zion, I get it. He's like really athletic and all that. But that's like the one thing that translates the least of the NBA after a while. It's like, okay, your athleticism, though, eventually will go, and everyone's athletic there. Because the NBA's went to more long range than anything. Right. So I'm not saying he'll be a buzz. I think he has a higher chance for injury. I think he, because of the way he plays, I just don't know if he's a slam dunk like everyone. I mean, people are acting like he's going to be the best dude from since LeBron. And I mean, I don't understand comparing him to LeBron. I would compare him to more like Shaq. Shaq was a big deal coming out. Right. Because Shaq was fairly athletic, and all of a sudden he fucking blew up like a fucking baseball steroid user. Right. And I think that's another problem on his. He's already wide, and so yeah. like he'll probably put on weight pretty quickly. If I he, mean, because Shaq was – you go look at his LSU pitchers. Right, but if Shaq was coming in today's NBA, Shaq would have never got fat. Right. Because he had a, he put on weight because people played in the post and he needed the extra yeah, weight. Yeah, it's like that's the way we watched basketball growing up. They'd go pass the ball around, wait for the post player to get open. Right. Uh, um, so anyway, I'm not. I don't want to say like I hate Zion. I just think I'm way lower on him than everyone else I've seen. Like, well, everything else heads. they've been advertising, Game of Thrones, whatever. It's all been a bust. So maybe if y'all stop advertising these people, right? Maybe fucking Game of Thrones. I mean, he has a more Jamarcus Russell type deal. You know, supposed to be real good, but he's got more chance to bust than he does. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure I'll be wrong. I'm sure Zion will be great, but. That's just my like, thought. Why is everyone talking about Ben Simmons is so awesome, but then everything I've seen, he can't hit a fucking jump shot. Well, that's the, it's like last year he was rookie of the year. He was great, future all-star, all this stuff. This year puts up almost the exact same numbers, playing the same way, and now people are like, yeah, you can never build around this guy. Now, I personally didn't like Ben Simmons before. I was never been a huge fan of that of his thing because he can't shoot. And we have Westbrook who can't shoot sometimes. You know, he goes on his streaks, and it's fucking annoying as shit. So I was like, I wouldn't want that. But it's just another way the media, especially sports media, like they're just looking for whatever story every year. And it's like, so last year this guy plays the exact same way and he's this. The thing I get the most frustrated with lately is I think everyone just keeps overlooking Kobe. Everyone acts like Kobe wasn't fucking the man for a while. Kobe was the man. And like he wasn't like the most cold-blooded guy you want at the end. I know the Spurs. He's the first fucking one to ever challenge Jordan. That's what I think, too. But everyone acts like LeBron's just passed him. Just LeBron just passed him because he beat the Warriors once a couple years ago. Like, it it blows my mind. But I'm also a Kobe fan. a great player. I mean, but... But, Seeing all the fits he's thrown and all that, I've, I mean, well, he, way less. He's trying to change the argument where it's not about rings. It's now about, like, but who built the best team? And it's like, well, like, I helped put the team together. And it's like, well, no one gives a fuck about that. But he, him and his fans want you to care about that part. Like, he put a team together and he wants to distribute. There's to something the guys about LeBron in a high school player. I didn't, I didn't click on it. Skip Bayless was going off, but right. I don't know. And it's like, this is a. Devastating blow to LeBron's legacy or something. Oh, it was LeBron's son got an Instagram account within 24 hours, put up a big photo of him being like, fuck these bitches. They're all trying to smoke your weed. <laughs> and this is LeBron James Jr. Okay. Uh, posting this video. So, yeah. I mean, he's probably a spoiled kid. I'm, I don't want to, like, hate or whatever. You know, I, I fucking say worse shit on fucking rap songs all the time. But uh, when your dad's LeBron James, who has a whole fucking thing about being so – good on camera and never cussing or very rarely you know mm. using language well, and stuff i can a, see he got an ass chewing right I, I would think so and i've also heard where lebron james jr and then Dwayne wade's nephew i think it is uh because Dwayne wade like adopted some of his nephews or something live with him i think that's who it was are going to be teaming up on their high school team this year 
And I'm like, well, that's fucking fun, right? That sounds fairly rigged. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's like a California prep school. Well, we have a so. high school uh, here in Oklahoma that's fucking drafted players. Which Oklahoma is a Christian? Right? No, Bishop McGinnis. No. Oh. Well, Blake Griffin went to, uh, I thought Oklahoma. I don't know. Where Christian, whatever he did. No, man, fucking Bishop McGinnis. I, well, we did pretty good. We made it to the regionals my senior year. Right. They come out, and we fucking couldn't touch them. I mean, their fucking point guard is fucking six foot three. Right. Uh, fucking, just because he's not here, but it reminded me, and you're from our, you're around Ardmore anyway, is Pow Wow's favorite football memory is when he tackled Jermaine Gresham. Because Pow played for Kawita, and Jermaine Gresham played for Ardmore, and he was like, yeah, well, I tackled him one time. I go, did y'all win? Nope. Well, I'm like, well, Pow Wow, you didn't I win. sacked Jason White, too, but. There you go. Man, he played. He, he played at Tuttle, yeah. And we was beating them seventeen to three, and they come back and beat us twenty seventeen. That's when you knew you'd be a fan someday. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, I guess we can get out of here. I feel like I'm about to cut a lot. I feel like we had a lot of dead moments. Maybe not. Last week's episode I thought was pretty good. So I don't know if you've listened to it and caught up yet or not. But. Yeah. Sometimes I get in a habit. I'm listening to Mo going on his rant, and I'll be over here shaking my head, and not realizing, hey, there's no fucking camera. Yep. No camera at all. Sorry. And uh, anyway, I thought we talked pretty good this time. We could have. I mean, I just we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I always have a feeling of like, oh, it's all sucks. We'll cut it. But normally we get them all snappies, randomness. Right. So, um. Anyway, anything you need to close on here? No. All right. Well, peace, man. Peace.
big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. Yeah, yeah, I like some big old round titties. Yeah, I like some big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. Eight of the moment makes beats.